Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Now usually at the top of these podcasts I have a bit of fun, have a laugh and a joke with you. But look, there's, there's so much stuff, so much goodness in this podcast, I'm just going to crack on so we can cram it all in. And we begin with the Leicester City manager Brendan Rodgers. He joined the guys on breakfast and discussed a number of topics including returning back to football, how impressed he's been with the Premier League during this whole process and shared what he went through when he contracted the coronavirus. You're reading about the symptoms and everything, aren't you? And, and my taste and smell just totally went. Energy, everything. You're still able to, to walk about. But then a week or so later, my wife, she contracted it as well. So it was one where for about three odd weeks, both of us, we were you know, struggling a wee bit. Not, of course, anywhere near as bad as some of families and people have suffered. But we were interested when we got better to to find out if that's what we had. So we got the, the antibody test on both of us and, and it was detected uh, that, that we'd had it. So um, because all of the symptoms, that you know, the specific headaches and the, the loss of smell and taste and just the general weakness, that was that was all there for, for both of us. So um, you've read some stories and some poor people have lost their lives with it. We obviously were nowhere near that level. But yeah, it was, um, it was a different type of, of feeling to any other virus that you would have had. But I think the Premier League have done a really, really good job, I've got to say, in, in all the meetings that we've had and the discussions I've had with the board and, and our chief executive uh, that have been involved with the Premier League. I think they, they've put the, the measures and protocols uh, all in place that has left the environment as safe as they possibly can be. So, uh, And I think it's when the players have come in the environment, they've sensed that you know, there's a lot of work's going on and, and they are probably in the safest place. But I felt it really when we got back to the contact training that, that was the difference because these guys are competitors at the, the very highest level, so they want to compete. And once we got into the contact stage there a few days back, you just seen that different energy. So, yeah, I, I think that over these next few weeks, we'll be sort of focusing in on that as well as the physical side, the tactical side. Now it's it's a real opportunity for the last nine games and, and I think everyone in the country would say that both players and, and the supporters watching from the outside. Now the Mirror's Darren Lewis joined drivers' protests up and down the country and across the globe continued on Blackout Tuesday. The Premier League suggested it would not take action against any player that chooses to take a knee and Darren told Aidan Goffey this was such an important decision. Football sport 
doesn't really seem still in 2020 to get the issue of racism. And I was quite struck by Lewis Hamilton's words on Sunday night because Lewis Hamilton articulated very well the fact that sport is very quick to capitalise on the abilities of young black men, but it doesn't tap into the issues that affect young black men. And of course, people listening to this say, well, I'm a white man. I, I you know, I'm just as disgusted as you are. But the fact is, it's young black men that are being killed. It's young black men that are being discriminated against. It's young black men fighting this fight against racism. A lot of them staying silent because they know that to open their mouths, they're going to get pilloried, they're going to get abused, they're going to get subjected to some of the stuff we see on social media. The death of George Floyd is, is tragic, it's horrific, it's disgusting, it's appalling. There are so many other words I could use to, to articulate just how gut-wrenching it is. But it does permeate into sport. And, and, and guys like Jade and Sancho are using their platforms because they see it's a microcosm of a bigger picture that black men are being discriminated against on the basis of the colour of their skin. And I think we're seeing an uprising now that will not go away. We're seeing other clubs taking a knee, using their platforms and using their abilities to send that message out far and wide. And it's to talk sports credit that we're doing that as well. And staying on the topic of Blackout Tuesday, this is a caller on kickoff with Hugh Wisencroft and Danny Mills. Uh, good evening, Paul. How are you? Good evening. You've been listening to what Danny Mills and I have had to say. What are your thoughts? You have to understand what this does to black people. You know, I'm married to a black person. And she's now struggling for being black. Well, Paul, listen, I uh, can tell that you're emotional and... Um... I, 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 listen, I, I, I'm black too, so I can feel the, the pain in your voice and I'm sure whatever your partner is going through, that there's an element of that in many of our lives, particularly BAME people, being marginalised, being sidelined. Um, people maybe don't understand the effects of it, though. I wonder if you can, if you have the words to explain how it's affected your, your life and your family. They don't understand it. Trust me, they don't understand because everyone uses a forum. And I'm telling you, my wife is this morning watching TV and she's watching the news and she's seen all these god-awful pictures and she's now struggling being black. She has done for her life, you know. People are of different skin and, you know, you have to accept different skin. The person inside that skin is the most important thing. There are people, Paul, uh, listening to you who, and listening to TalkSport, and I've seen some of their responses, they don't think it's a big issue in this country. They don't think racism is an everyday issue in this country. What's your message to them? I'm telling you it is. I'm telling you it is. I live in middle England, and trust me, it's an issue. And, you know, you can walk in the street, you walk hand in hand with your wife, and there's a comment that comes. We've got to... We've got to snub this out you know we don't want to be like america and i'm telling you it's it's every single day every day our football clubs our sports teams our sports people uh, trying their best to play a part in it do you think they'll have success paul yes they can they can and they can they can they can put they can put the message out but you know something this has been going on for hundreds of years 
And all I ask is, you know, people respect. We're all human beings. We're all the same. Now, after his explosive comments in the media on Monday, the QPR chief exec, Lee Hoos, joined Jim White, Natalie Sawyer and Simon Jordan on the show. Having had 24 hours to reflect, he was still frustrated about the June the 20th return date for the EFL clubs, as it may lead to players getting injured. We are opposed to, to the schedule. You know, everybody was kind of thinking it would probably be the 27th. You know, that's, that's about the same amount of training that the, um, that the Premier League would have had. I don't know why people think that um, championship players would need less training than, than Premier League players, because the fact is they do. What we're worried about is injuries. And I, I, you know, what we don't want is to get to the end of this season. And because we've rushed things through, we didn't give them that extra week. I've got a, a treatment room full of players for the start of, of, of next season as well. So I, I think the first time I came on your, your show, um, I said, you know, football is going to have to do a reboot. It's going to have to do something it's not used to doing. It's going to have to use some, some foreseeability and look to the future. But once again, we've done, we've just looked at what's right in front of us um, with, without consultation. Now, early in the week, you may remember the chart boss, Lee Bowyer, spoke to Jim White about the addict's Lyle Taylor refusing to see out the season to protect himself for a future move. Naturally, of course, this meant Simon Jordan had to have his say on the matter, or as we like to call it, a good old-fashioned moan. And of course, you won't be able to see this, but he's still got foppy hair. And if you can see it on social media, because they do put clips out, who's cutting his hair at the moment, eh? I mean, you look at my hair, and I've got to wear an Alice band. I've got to go to the shops looking like an absolute plonker. Who's cutting Simon Jordan's hair? Hmm. I would like the argument to be advanced, and it's a very, it's a very sentimental argument. Well, you owe the club, you should stay for another period of time. That's a sentimental one, not steeped in any commercial reality. But the argument that you play between the 20th of June and the 30th of June, I'm sorry, son, get your backside in gear and get playing for the football club that's given you a three-year contract, which ran from 2019 or 2017 till June the 30th, 2020. Get on with it. I'm not interested in what's going on with you. Back you come. And if I was the club signing someone like this, do you know what football's about, really about? It's about character. It's about having integrity and authenticity, and this is characterless. And the Taylor issue continued to split the TalkSport dressing room. Here's the ready midfielder, Charlie Adam, but first Super Ali McCoy's Macker on breakfast. I'm not having a go at any individual player here because they have got to look after themselves, particularly particularly boys in that kind of division in lower divisions where, that, I mean, clearly everybody talks about the money footballers are on just now, but these boys aren't. These boys are, you know, making trying to make a living um, to, to, to survive like everybody else. So I get it totally that a lot of them work hard and deserve, and particularly in some cases they maybe got one opportunity and might be a final move to make a killing. I get that. I totally get it. I totally understand it. But the fact of the matter is, if you're under contract, then you should be making yourself available to play. That's the whole basis of signing a contract. Honour the contract. He's 30 years of age. He's, you know, had a, uh, you know, the last two years has been his best season prolifically. Um, and, you know, he's at a contract and he's going to look after his family at 30 years of age. This is going to probably be his biggest contract he's, he's had. And uh, I just, uh, I could see how he's, he's sort of not wanting to take the risk. And, um, you know, every, every individual's the same. It's like when we return from the pandemic, every individual's case is different. You know, I'm 34, you know, I've played a few years. Uh, I'm happy to go and take that risk, but I want to play and try and show that I can get a contract somewhere else, you know? 
Time to check in with Hawksby and Jacobs, Paul and Andy. They had some classic clips on their show. That's all it says. I mean, I've got no more information than just... It just says this is Hawksby and Jacobs and some classic clips. I mean, let's sit back and relax and hear some classic clips from Hawksby and Jacobs. Back to the calls on Fisherman's Blues, this time to Keith Arthur. About colour blindness, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, in 1940, as a 16-year-old, I went through a stringent colour blind test to, go, to uh, join God's wonderful railway footplate staff. Oh, yeah. And I passed. Good for you. Yeah. Because red, uh, <laughs> red and green is the big trouble yeah. for men, and many and, more uh, men are colour blind than I women. I understood, Keith, in those days that you could be colour blind as well as red Colourblind, yes. Yep. Have you heard that? Yes, I haven't. It, it, it mainly affects men. Men are far more likely to be colourblind and red colourblind than women are. We confuse red and green, which is why it's quite important to have the test if you're if you're a footplateman on a railway line because the signals tend to be those colours. Mm. So you passed okay, so you can see colours as good as anyone. Yeah, I can hear you, Keith, very well. <laughs> Slightly well, fizzled great. out, but <laughs> yeah. it was quite he interesting passed. for a while. Yeah, it's just oh, well, there, oh, oh, it was a bit weird, didn't it? So anyway, Mister <laughs> Mister Parry again here, talking yeah. to uh, Alan Brazil about his football career. Now you played international football, Al. You're exceptional. If somebody walked up and down the high street in Milton Keynes for the next three days and stopped every male member of the community and said, "Excuse me, have you played football at international level for your country?" You wouldn't find one person who'd done that. That's how rare it is, Al. <laughs> yes, it was well, you would if they lived in Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have a bearing on it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, nope. This is our much-loved and sadly missed former cricket correspondent, the great Jack Bannister, with an update. Talk Sports Jack Bannister is at the Oval. Well, they've taken two because in uh, two overs, Inzerman caught. <laughs> he just <laughs> well, got a bit lost enough. there, old Jack. It yeah. happens. Now, this and, is the uh, one you might know. Yes, it's Andy Townsend now in a clip we're calling Move Over Barry Norman. Now, snakes on a plane. Yeah, I've seen some posters of Samuel L. Jackson with this snake. And yep. uh, it's, uh, tell us what this one's all about. Well, I think the clue's in the name, Andy, isn't it? <laughs> snakes on a plane. <laughs> Now, don't forget you can hear those in four on the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast, although maybe I suggest that you just keep downloading this one. You can download both, but if you're going to do one, make sure it's this one. No disrespect, Paul and Andy, you know, their podcast is brilliant, but uh, just download this one. Back now to drive time, here's Darren Goff discussing doing the Dirty Dancing Dance on the Strictly Tour. Let me just say that again, doing the Dirty Dancing Dance on the Strictly Tour. If you say that enough times, it doesn't actually mean anything. Doing the dirty dancing dance, doing the dirty dancing dance, red low yellow, red low yellow, red low. I can do 21 actually in one breath. Let's see if I can beat that. Red low yellow, 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 red low yellow. So close. What a song this is. I did this on this show, the Strictly Tour. I did the final dance, um, and I always had to do this lift at the end. And you did it? Well, um, I failed twice, I think, on the old tour. No, I did do, uh, you got to remember, we did, uh, what, 30-odd shows? And I failed twice. But you, you can actually, um, even if you don't get it right, if you just can't, because it's a very difficult, it's all about technique to get them up there, right? So you lift up, if you don't quite get it, you can just bring them in close and do it re- pull them down really slowly so you can sneak away from it but it's very different barrington 
uh, when you're there trying to <laughs> lift up and it's not quite working. Uh, it's happened at once at the. I think it happened at um, Wembley. I messed up once and then once in Sheffield, which were the worst. But luckily we had four days in Sheffield, so I had chance to uh, get it right. Now last night's cricket collective. Is that the name of the show? Apparently so. On Talksport Two. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. Anyway, there was an exclusive interview with the West Indies batsman. Shay Hope, as he talks about the upcoming Test Series against England. The matches will take place, obviously, behind closed doors, starting on July the 8th. This is Hopey on coming up against his close friend, Lord Geoffrey Archer. Joffre Archer, yep. Because Geoffrey Archer, well, he's not a cricketer, is he? We all know that. Just check. No, he's not. I think it's a good opportunity for him. You know, we, we played... At Pickwick together, I played a few games with him, so I know him. I know him well enough to know, you know, it's, it, it was an opportunity thing for him, and I'm just happy to see him doing well, you know, as a as a close person to me, as a friend. Anyone close to you, obviously, want to see them do well at Excel, except for this series, if we if if <laughs> if we play against him. Yeah. Back now to Brendan Rogers, or is it the impressionist Darren Farley? Why don't you listen and decide for yourself? Although it is actually Darren Farley. We're very proud, certainly, to be a part of the show. It's a wonderful show, beautiful human beings, and, and Simon, of course. I'm, I'm very proud to be here. But in, 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 term, in terms of Leicester City, um, listen, we need to focus on one game at a time and show great character. We've got some wonderful young players. Look, I, we're, we're looking for the Champions League, and we're very close. And look, I've got a very, a very good record in the Champions League. Lots of goals. PSG scored eight against me. I think Barcelona scored <laughs> So I've got a great record. I'm very proud to be here. Yep, the wonderful Darren Farley with Jim, Natalie and the fella who somehow has got a haircut in lockdown. But let's not talk about that because um, he'll probably get in trouble. Now, time for the best bits of my show, The Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, where, of course, I, Andy Goldstein, have not had a haircut whilst we've been in lockdown. Well, the Beer 11 have a lineup which uh, looks like this Newcastle, Brown Ale in goal, then a back four of Beavertown, Heineken, Hoffmeister, and Carling. Strong looking back for that. Light Ale, Bex, Sturrup-Bremen, and uh, Kokani in midfield. And up front, Budweiser, and the man I've just mentioned, Peroni, a hat trick in the quarter final. The uh, Fruit 11, well, as far as they're concerned, uh, Durian Fruit is in goal, then it's uh, Grapefruit. A tomato, mango and strawberry across the back. In midfield, they're playing a diamond shape, so it's a banana and kiwi wide, right and left. Uh, pineapple, uh, real name, Ananus uh, Comusus, but they couldn't get that on his shirt, so he's just called Pineapple. He plays as the holding midfield player. Passion Fruit in front of him as the attacking midfielder. And up front, it's Watermelon and peach. So there we go. And uh, I can tell you, by the way, just uh, before we, we move on to the kickoff, that um, Banana has been in virtual lockdown in case he affects the ripeness of the other fruit they have in the team. And so uh, he has uh, taken every single precaution you can get. The referee is from Chile, a full-bodied, if he doesn't mind me saying so, Senor Malbec. It's beer against fruit for a place in the Sports Bar Cup final. Well, that's it for another podcast, you think? A reminder, you can download previous ones on Acast, Spotify or Apple Pods. 
And before I go, let me tell you, tonight, that's Wednesday, the 3rd of June, from 7pm, it's Werder Bremen, or Werder, if you don't really know what you're talking about, against Eintracht Frankfurt in the Bundesliga on TalkSport 2. Commentary from the brilliant Kevin Hatchard and Chris Parrott. Chris who? Chris Parrott. Chris what? I've just said Chris Parrott. <laughs> Got you, you idiot. Mm. And a quick reminder as well, another reminder, yep, the sport is coming back, it's live. British Horse Racing is back live on TalkSport 2 for midday today. What? That can't be right. Yeah, it is. Get your racing fix with all 10 races from Yarmouth, plus selected races from Hong Kong. Download the TalkSport app, swipe left, or ask your smart speaker to play TalkSport 2 to follow the action as it happens. That's all I've got time for. Have a lovely day. Thanks for downloading it. Keep your distance, wash your hands, and of course, if you fancy it, you can now buy a car. I'll be back tonight from 10pm for more of the same with old Moonface. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.